come stop and take a trip down on my block what you see hidden potential young minds sharper than ginsu and ain't afraid to speak they mind if they got something against you no we standing with you we tackle issues like civic pride hate will cease to exist let's put our differences aside from my side to your side from dutch town to south side from Penrose to north side from benton park to old north to west end the west side we bless when we step out we stand down rise up stand together wise up this is stitch cast studio produced by st louis story stitchers in st louis missouri this week we sit down to have a conversation about parent child relationships and part two of this two-part podcast They say who that, but you already knew that. That beat them story stitches, story stitches, story stitches, story stitches. Now that being said, I have a mama that I can talk to. It's still some things that I'm not finna come to her oh, with. It's just not finna happen. <laughs> I, said, I love my mama to death. Yeah. She does not get to know that part. It just, it just, it's, just, it's just not gonna happen. But she is a nurturer, a heavy duty nurturer. And so one of the things that I wish was different about my childhood was I wish I had a little more of the balance. Mm-hmm. I was nurtured so much that like you you know when when you get out here in the world they not gonna nurture you like that right. you know what i'm saying right so she was so much of a nurturer like i feel like that's why like having two parents or whatever you, that, you, that's the part where that comes in you, you lack the you tough love one, you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. so you got the one that's the nurturer and then you got the one that's gonna be rough you know what i'm saying rough with you so that you have that balance you know when to be sensitive you know when to toughen up you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. and so because my pops didn't really give me that you know what i'm saying so like that's the one thing that i feel like was missing out of my childhood as i grow up and as i look back on it you know what i'm saying like 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 i'd be like yo why did i struggle so much with confrontation growing up i was like why did i let people try me in the way they did and not check them about it you know what i'm saying like why why where was that edge that i needed now my pops is a is a is a even a bit of a high head you know what i'm saying so it don't take much to set him off he completely comfortable with confrontation uh my uh <laughs> sister that's his uh my sister that's on his side same way my brother on his side same way you know what i'm saying so in his defense i could see why he wouldn't think that that was something that he needed to instill in me because it came to all his other kids naturally you know what i'm saying like like even our extended family on his side my stepbrother my stepsisters all of them you know what i'm saying it just kind of come naturally to them i'm a lot more comfortable with confrontation now but i kind of had to get that i had to fight for that you know what i'm saying i had to i had to had a conversation with myself like hey yo they gonna try you and if you don't make them feel you they gonna victimize you you know what i'm saying like i didn't really he, did, he didn't bring that out in me, you know what I'm saying? Or he didn't share that with me. It would even be times where, like, he'll yell at me or something like that, and I want to go home. And this man <laughs> would take me home, you know what I'm saying? So, like, at the time, it felt like, yeah, I want my mom. will take me to my mom, you know what I'm saying? But looking back, I wish he would have been like, boy, sit your, like, sit down, boy. You all right. Mm-hmm. You all right. You going to be all right. Sit down. You know what I'm saying? Like, I wish he would have really just kind of drilled in me, like, yo, you can't run to mama all the time. You know what I'm saying? Mama won't always be here for you to run to her. You got to... You gotta learn how to deal with certain things on your own. You gotta toughen up, bro. You know what I mean? Toughen up. You know what I'm saying? I found that tough later, but just looking back on life, it would have been so much helpful. You know what I'm saying? So much uh, more helpful if I had it coming up. So yeah, that's one of the things that um that I would change. Did y'all have siblings? Or y'all yeah. only child siblings? I had plenty of siblings. I still have plenty of siblings, bro. Word. <laughs> Yeah, I think I think we all do. Yeah. Um, do. Do y'all feel? Do y'all ever feel like y'all in competition with y'all siblings? Yeah. To this day, like I have 
siblings on both sides. Mm-hmm. And again, like I live with my mom's side, so it was just me and my big brother. Even though he was the oldest, and even though he was a boy, it was still a conversation because he was the oldest. And even to this day, I still can't do stuff for her. On my dad's side, like I know them. I'm growing a relationship with them, but it's not like, I wouldn't say it's like a high-brow conversation, but it's just like, we have to reach out sometimes just to say something. Some of my siblings, I still haven't gotten to take back. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, my mom's side is like, yeah, you can tell who's the favorite. I had some problems with that growing up and still low key do like I'm learning how to just be like it is what it is uh-huh. but then I used to be like you know what why am I even here if you didn't even want to you know because you were here oh I always wanted a girl I always as soon as I found out a girl I was so happy I was this and that but now I'm growing up it's like you don't even want to do nothing with me mm-hmm. so yeah fell, fell. what about y'all never me uh, personally if I like if I think about it no, because <laughs> like, like I never really cared to this be man, honest. And like this man I mean, lived a good know, life. Like, <laughs> like I, I, I look at my mom like I never asked, but I could tell like I'm like she know I don't care, but like it's just crazy that she find it weird that like I've never really had that problem. Like I know it's girls. Yeah, yeah, you, you need you need the girls, right? Mm-hmm. I'm just here to float around and be the brother. It's my role. Support mm-hmm. her. And, 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 and encourage, you know, mm-hmm. but you know, sometimes it's just be like, why don't I, why don't I think like that? You know, like why do I don't care, like why do I don't care so much? But I don't know. It's just like you just be chilling. Mm-hmm. Are you the youngest? No, I'm a middle, mm-hmm. middle child, middle child. Mm-hmm. I, th- I feel like that's kind of like the side effect of being so chill. Mm-hmm. Like if you cared about everything, then you wouldn't be so chill. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So it's like, if you want to be chill, you got to not care about stuff. If you want to care about stuff, you can't be chill. I kind of feel the same way. Like, I don't think I really ever felt like I was in competition. Of course, like when they got nice things and I didn't, I'd be like, uh, uh-huh, he got that. Like, no, you no, feel no. me? But our parents loved us all the same, you feel me? Of course, like, being that I was the youngest boy on my dad's side, I am the youngest boy on my dad's side. I seen how differently he tre- he treated all his boys because we was all different. So um, one thing that he did to a, to one, he wouldn't do to like the other or to me because that one thing that he did works for that one. But if he tried it on like me, you get a different reaction out of it, you know. <laughs> <laughs> like, go cap. It was different. It, yeah, it, it was like that, and I just know because of like listening to conversations between the the brother who's who's before me and my dad. Like, I never understood why my brother hated me so much until like we got older and we real did just sat down and talk about it. And he was just like, it's cause dad used to he used to baby you. I ain't think I was getting a baby, but you feel me? Like, he seen different. He got treated differently. So, like, I guess he felt like he was in competition with me. Mm-hmm. Where is that? I don't know what's going on. I'm just trying to, you feel me, figure out as to why my brother hate me. Mm-hmm. You know? That happened. And then on, on my mom's side, I'm the oldest. And I have two younger brothers. And she used to treat them differently than how, you know, she treated me. And so it kind of dawned on me, like, yeah, I feel like you treat them 
better than you treat me or whatever like like it's a lot of stuff that they that they used to get away with that i wouldn't have gotten away with or whatever but at the same time you know yeah different kids you know different mindsets different reactions different personalities and stuff like that you gotta take that all into consideration and yeah like even though it may feel like there there may be competition i don't really think i ever had that type of feeling though for for just the fact that oh you treated them better than you treated me but i still wouldn't call that competition for for mm -hmm. it's just i ain't understand it now nah, i understand it now nah. like, i feel know, that i feel that myself I don't know if I was ever in, in like a serious competition with my siblings. Mm. Uh, just when we like mess with each other, like no, I'm the favorite. I'm the favorite. You know what I'm saying? But even then, like like I so I ain't gonna cap on my pop side. I know I'm not the favorite. Right? <laughs> <laughs> I know I'm not the favorite. Uh, or no, that, that's that's the wrong way to say that. Um, I could see like even though I'm not in competition with them, I could see that they seem to be in competition with each other, or I guess in competition with me too. Well, because they would do certain things to like, if they if they feel like they the favorite, I notice they do certain things to try to like maintain that title. You know what I'm saying? Like my my brother always taking my stepmom on trips and all that, bro. They just came back from Mexico. Before that, they went to Egypt. Oh, like like bro, like he he just stayed taking her on trips or whatever. I know he the favorite, bro. <laughs> I know he the favorite, bro. He taking her on trip. That's funny. Bro. Come on, bro. Like he stayed doing that. You know what I'm saying? He trying to keep that title. But uh, no, I ain't never had no like no serious conversation. Uh, you know what I'm saying? I know that I know that my peoples would move mountains for me. You know what I'm saying? And vice versa. Mm -hmm. So uh, yeah, and I ain't never had like no serious competition that I could think of. If anything, I was probably in competition with my cousins or whatever because we was boys. Yeah, you know Ooh. what I'm saying. So All I was right. in competition with them. Hey, what's up, everybody? You know what's going on. It's time for another Stitchcast Studio Arts Interlude. That's right. It's time to pick the CD up. This week, we have a Story Stitch's original song entitled Good For Your Health. People, our people are dying from left to right. It needs to end now. We can't continue to live a life without resources. We're all sisters and brothers in the hands of the greatest. We must unite for this common cause, for each other's health. It all starts now. Now. That's Broccoli. Broccoli. It's all good for your health. Yeah. It's good for your health. It's all good for your health. In the morning, fruit smoothie with the oranges. Y'all stay on it, but don't be sleeping on healthy eating. Time be creeping up on you, and your body start reaping every seed that was sown. Good or bad, it will show. Red meats, cut them low. Too many sweets, gotta go. All your teeth gon' hit the floor, and two work gon' cost more. Just gotta let you know that the stuff that you eat can change your life, but you decide in the end just how it go. You won't regret it later on. Cause you gotta keep it clean as the fruit cause it's good 
this food, yeah, that's on you. Cause I want to live a long life, I got a lot of work to do. So I put them cookies down and I pick an apple up. Cause what you put down in your body will eventually show up. So I balance life with exercise and health, eat all good vibes. You only get what you put in. So best believe that I'm eating right. And you may think what's right is wrong, what's wrong is wrong, what's wrong is right. But eating healthy is always right. But eating healthy is always right. We got these food deserts placed in our hood. Don't gotta walk far to find what's cheap and good. When I go to the store, I'm not falling for the trips. Put down the soda and candy and grab a water and try it. It may seem lame, but at least I'm fit. Five for two fruits and veggies, and I'm still lit. If we wanna beat the system, and I live by gym, we gotta be conscious, become healthy. Now, tomatoes, broccoli. How do y'all relationships differ with y'all parents now from when y'all was kids? Just like I said earlier, I'm able to talk to them now. For sure. You know, without feeling like I'm gonna get in trouble just cause, you know, I'm doing this that they don't like, you know. That's how different it is now for me. And so, yeah, we talk like adults. Well, you know, not because I'm an adult. Oh, I think it is because I'm an adult. <laughs> for sure, for sure. <laughs> um, I'm just able to talk to him about literally anything. Like, I can go to him if I have a problem, you know? Mm -hmm. And I just feel like I'm mature enough to receive, like, the wisdom that my dad sometimes, you know, he spit into my ears. But same thing with my mama. So that that's how different it is now. For sure, for sure, I feel that. What about y'all? I'll say, she more accepting the fact that I'm growing. Word. You know, cause like, I ain't your baby boy no more. Like, I'll tell her, like, I ain't, I ain't your baby no more. I'm about to be grown. Heard. <laughs> like, oh, like, wait, 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 like, wait, wait, wait. like, literally, literally, like, okay, I ain't your baby no more. Like, literally, like, a couple days ago, it was my first time, you know, going out by myself. You know, with, with a little couple money in my pocket, you know, I'm feeling like I'm doing, I'm doing things, man. And then I come home and she just try to check me like she be like um 
so you think you grown now you think you go places you know with your money in your pocket whatever i'm like i mean you know it's better that i do it now than wait till later and be like oh where do i go what am i supposed to do do i do this it's, it's she's slowly accepting it but she like offering me a ride she's like um you need right here you need right there you want me you want me to get some lunch i was like mom you know, <laughs> i got it like, i got it under control i got it oh man how old are you 18 for so well so turn 18 you about to turn 18 boy you is still a baby she is in that stage where she you is still a baby hey listen man. i'm gonna graduate okay you keep that in mind <laughs> no that's right i am my i'm the man <laughs> Boy, I paid me. Hey yo, that, that was me a couple years ago, oh, bro. Me. That was me not too long ago. Oh, me, bro. I ain't gonna lie, boy. For sure, bro. I I um I moved out my mama crib when I was 19, I think. And uh 19 or 20. Mm. One of them. I, I might have just turned 20. But uh anyway, I moved out my mama crib around that time. And I remember we went to church and then we went out to eat after that. And I was saying something and I was like, and this was my first time experiencing that as an adult. And when I said it, she had this face like, you know what I'm saying? Like, like, yo, I got my own car, my own crib, all of this. I'm paying my bills. I ain't hitting her up. Like, yo, mom, can I borrow some money? None of that. I'm taking care of all of my own. And she still, like, like I can tell, like, the idea of me being an adult. It bothers her. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Like, yeah, she she hadn't she she hadn't really accepted it yet. You know what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. I was still kind of in the growing up thing, mm-hmm. not the grown thing. You know what I'm saying. Now she didn't definitely accepted it. You know what I'm saying. I got a mortgage now. Like, come on now, <laughs> come on, mom. We can't be babies forever, bro. If you're good, man. If you're good, bro. I'm out here in St. Louis by myself, and my mama still to this day asks me to come back to Florida. <laughs> She'd be like, can you just come back, please? Her, like, she miss her baby, bro. Oh, man, look. <laughs> we, we, we probably always going to be mama's baby. I'm bro. saying, though, bro. Uh, I'm her oldest, but she still be like, uh-uh, you still my baby. You still well, my stank. I'm, like, <laughs> I'm, like, I'm done. Daddy probably like, are oh, you grown, huh? Oh, me? Oh, up, but don't hey, hey you, a, you a man, huh? Right. I ain't taking care of you no more. <laughs> I did my time. For sure, but you know that's that that's that balance though. That that's what I was talking about earlier. You know, what I'm saying the nurturer and the whatever you call the other one, the enforcer or whatever, mm-hmm. whatever you call them. You know, what I'm saying that's definitely that thing. I guess I could say they are accepting. I mean, I always had that role that like I always got it on my own, and so like now that I'm really on my own, own the conversations we have sometimes, like I can hear them be like, "Okay, all right," but it's like. I have grown conversations now, like with grown stuff. So. Indeed, for sure. That's 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 probably the biggest difference with me too. You know, what I'm saying like just the conversations is different though. Mm-hmm. You know, what I'm saying they not they don't sugarcoat nothing no more. You know, what I'm saying I'm not sheltered from nothing. You know, what I'm saying the conversations is just they more straight now. You know, what I'm saying. Do y'all feel like you have to be uh, fully healed before becoming a parent? I almost definitely say yes. It's too many people our age that's having kids where they're like forcing another person, forcing a kid on a person so the person can stay, forcing a kid because they think that's the type of love they need. And they got so much baggage, so much stuff going on. It's just like they feel like a kid is what's going to save everything. And the cycle continues right on after. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And it's like you haven't even healed from the traumas from your parents, from what's going on. Even the person you even tried to baby with. 
Like you're not healed from this, but you want this kid, and what do you think this kid's actually gonna do? You, you think it's, it's gonna it's gonna break generational curses? Mm-hmm. But you just, you mm-hmm. just keep you keeping them coming. You still ain't For sure. exactly. And I have friends to this day where it's like you can just see the envy of the parents on the child. Mm-hmm. Like you be like you had the child. We didn't we didn't force this on you. And it's just like I remember growing up this story. I. I was just going into churches to get some food for something. I don't know who I was in the food for, probably us. But I walked in and it was a mom, the little girl, she was so cute, dressed up, her looking good. And mom was like, where are your earrings at? You look like a little boy. Like, oh, why would you dang. tell your daughter that? Like stuff like that, you installing your kids. Or we even would be like, you look like a nerd with your glasses. Like, I feel like cycles just continue, continue, continue because you know, they just think a kid is what it's supposed to be. And I just feel like you need to be healed. You need to properly love yourself before you try to love somebody else. Mm-hmm. I'm just a firm believer of self-love. I'm sorry. So, <laughs> my pops used to be like, he, he used to tell me this a lot. He used to say, once you have a kid, your life ends. Mm-hmm. And that kid's life is, you know, that that's what's most important, which is true. Like. These people, we we having people not nowadays getting, you know, like she was saying, getting kids and everything, and they just, they not ready. Raising a kid ain't easy. You feel me? Like it's it, it's a it's a lot of emotional trauma that comes with, and I feel like if you're not equipped enough to take care of this child the way he she needs to be taken care of, you know, mm-hmm. like you're just gonna keep on continuing the generational curse, and that's not what we want to do. Mm-hmm. You feel me? Like. Something that your grandfather did to your dad, and now your dad do it to, to you, mm-hmm. but because that that's how they was taught, that's how they was raised, and everything like, and they never healed from it. And that trauma continues, and you see it like certain stuff that that my pop struggled with. I I found myself struggling with that same thing. One of those was anger. We both hotheads. I, I really do feel like you should be emotionally like healed, mm-hmm. you know, like and physically too. Yeah, I feel like you you have to be not a hundred percent okay, but like somewhat mature enough and you know and decent enough to to take care of a child. I don't want a kid until I'm rich. <laughs> I feel that. You feel me? I feel that most of. I think you should definitely be in a, a healthy place. Mm-hmm. I don't know if like fully healed is a place that we ever get to. Yeah, and that's what I, I, said. I feel like it's like a constant state of healing. Mm-hmm. But you know it helps saying? when you have therapy because you get closer to the healing. For sure, oh, for sure, for sure. Therapy does help. I, but, I'm an advocate for therapy. I think everybody should get a therapist, mm-hmm. even if you don't think nothing wrong. I say, I say, you don't have to fully be healed because like ain't nobody perfect, bro. You know, most of, most of, like. Take that into consideration, bro. You gonna mess For sure. up. <laughs> right, yeah, right. You right. Gonna somebody's gonna mess up. Doing yeah. Something. Mm-hmm. I, I also think that, like, I don't know if we, if we like, let's say we just stopped having babies, right? Until we felt like we was in this, um, or or until we were in a healthy space. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I don't care. Part of me is a little worried that the human population would drop drastically. Oh yeah. Oh, you know what I'm saying because mm-hmm. a lot of people. We we all got stuff we healing from. You know what oh, I'm man. saying? Oh, we man. all got stuff we healing from. I, f- I feel like the only time people should be having babies is is when they in the healthy space 
and they want a baby with each other. You know what I'm saying? Mm. I think having a baby off a chest move is crazy mm. and selfish. You know what I'm saying? I, th- I think uh, having a baby because you what lonely because you want you want something to take care of or whatever. You know what I'm saying? That's not the thing to do. I'm saying that's not the thing to do. You know what I'm saying? You not you you not in a good place yourself. How you gonna put a baby in a good spot? You know, so how you gonna put them in a mentally healthy space? You, exactly. You, you, that's like that's not how it works. Like a sick person makes a healthy person sick. Right. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Like 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 that sickness is contagious. You right. know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So two like, wrong, like, two wrongs don't make it right, my boy. For sure. You know what I'm <laughs> for sure. You know what I'm so yeah, I definitely think you should make sure you in a uh, in a healthy spot. So uh, before I close it out, do anybody have any uh? last comments they want to make or anything they want to leave the audience with before we close okay i got one um ladies and gentlemen just some small proposition you should play uncle and auntie with your friends right when they have uh-huh. kids because you know make sure you have it's a learning experience you know so sure. i love being because if you play <laughs> uncle right uh-huh you see how they act with their kids. You be like, mm-hmm. oh, you know, take them with the notes. You go to another friend. You know, uh-huh. every household is different. Yeah. For sure. Mm-hmm. So now you know how to take care of your household because you playing uncle. For sure. Yeah. For sure. And auntie. Yeah. 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 So, most yeah. Sure. I look. I ain't gonna yeah. cap. My I favorite like part that. about being an uncle is being able to basically act like I got a kid when I want, and mm-hmm. then being able to give them back. Bro, I was just gonna <laughs> say like, I like kids. I can give back. You know what I'm saying, bro? <laughs> You know what I'm saying? For sure, I babysit for a second. You yeah. know what I'm saying? But, hey, it's time to come get them. We have barely. You get a tripping. kid, you can't give them back. I'm saying. Because yeah. them your kids. I'm saying. <laughs> exactly. so you stuck with them. I let, my, I let my nephew, so far, I've let my nephew spend the night with me one time. Bro. Mm-hmm. I tell you this, man, did not get off my arm, bro. I thought my arm was about to fall off. I couldn't oh, feel it. Man. I said, I just got to sit here still because if he wake up, he going to get to crying and all that. You know what I'm saying? Come on, bro. I cannot get comfortable with this man in my bed, bro. You know what I'm saying? So. Yeah, I did it that one time. But if I had a if I had a son, like yo, I would have to. This would have to be an every night thing. You know <laughs> yeah. what I'm saying? Like like yo, I can't do it, bro. Come wow. get your son, bro. Like I'm done. But definitely, uh, what I want to leave off with, just seek therapy. Like mm-hmm. if you don't if you don't pray, that's fine. Like talk to somebody, seek seek somebody, seek healing for yourself, bro. Yeah. Love yourself. That's where it starts at. For sure, it definitely starts with you loving yourself and just like trying to trying to build a relationship with everyone else, though. Mm-hmm. Also, it is ridiculous how relationships nowadays are played out oh when gosh. the kid is involved. For sure, for sure, like for sure. And that's the mess. thing, bro. Hurt people, hurt people, mm-hmm. hurt people, hurt people. Doing bro. things just yeah. to do it, just to get a reaction. It's just so Man. unnecessary. For sure. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, everybody under the sound of my voice, I want to thank you for tuning in to yet another episode of Stitchcast Studio. We hope this podcast has been enlightening. We hope it's been entertaining. Uh, and who knows? Maybe we've uh, expressed the uh, importance of having a healthy parent-child relationship. Uh, if you're in between the ages of 16 and 24 and you're wondering how you can become a part of our Stitchcast family or a part of our Story Stitches family in general, maybe you play an instrument or you rap, sing, dance, or maybe you're business minded, you want to learn organizational skills, uh, we encourage you to go to our website, storystitches.org. If you scroll way, 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 way to the bottom, what you will find is an application. We encourage you to apply. One of us will reach out to you to see how we can best serve each other. Uh, Ladies and gentlemen, we want to thank you for tuning in. I've been your host, Brandon Lewis, signing off. Word. Yo, yo. Hey, y'all. And we (laughs) out. Peace. Thank you. Yo.
Story Stitchers is supported in part by the Lewis Prize for Music's 2021 Accelerator Award. The mission of the Lewis Prize is to partner with leaders who create positive change by investing in young people through music. Additional support for Stitchcast Studio and Story Stitchers Youth Programs was provided by the Spirit of St. Louis Women's Fund, City of St. Louis Youth At-Risk Crime Prevention Grant of 2022, Lush Corporation's The Charity Pot, Equity Impact from Creative Reaction Lab, and the Bezos Family Foundation and the Arts and Education Council. St. Louis Story Stitcher Stitchcast Live is supported in part by an award from the National Endowment for the Arts. Visit on the web at arts.gov. They say who that, but you already knew that. That beat them Story Stitcher. Story Stitcher. Story Stitcher. Story Stitcher. Story Stitcher.